Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is T, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Jen. Fashion is one of the most personal decisions we make in terms of presenting ourselves. It is a way to experiment and grow as we age and enter different eras of our lives. How we dress is how we want the world to perceive us. Today, we are going to discuss our fashion journeys from childhood to young adulthood. Now, into the podcast. Hello, Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, T. How's it going? It's going pretty all right. Yeah? Yeah. Anything interesting happening? Uh, not really. Um, I'm just happy to uh, have the snow go away again. <laughs> yeah, and this I time I can. This time I can say it is actually spring because last time you were dogging me, going, "Nope, it's not spring. You have well, to wait." T- to be fair, it wasn't. Now, now it is. It wasn't. But if the weather tells me, if Mother Nature's saying, "Hey, it's actually spring," and I go, "Screw the calendar," you know. Well, yeah, we still have one (laughs) ugly gray month to get through of April, and hopefully May will be nice. Yeah, it did. It did torrentially rain. I told you. (laughs) No, I I mean, these is just rain and nonstop rain. Well, it was literally like forty-five seconds of just intense downpour, and then just gone. It Mm -hmm. was. It's so funny. Anyway, enough of me trying to figure out weather. I guess as a as a as an offshoot of that, uh, I'm learning how to dress in a more humid climate. Um, I came from a very arid climate, and I'm now um, experiencing new seasons uh, in a humid climate, <laughs> um, and that is an extreme um, change for me and like the types of fabrics that I am wearing currently. Um, but I'm really excited to talk today about fashion um, and our style journeys because um, clothes and fashion is just like something that I've always loved. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've I I'm pretty sure we did something like the Halloween episode uh, where I talked about how my grandma was a seamstress. Um, she's retired from that now, um, but. I grew up basically sewing with my grandma and designing costumes. Um, And I think that that has really evolved into my love of playing with different silhouettes and fabrics and patterns and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my, my like relationship with fashion, I guess, in in a nutshell. (laughs) Um, I don't know how you would describe yours, though. I don't think I have a history. Yeah. <laughs> I just I mean, that's wear fair. clothing. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like, as a kid, I, like, I loved looking at, like, pretty dresses. And I'd want to buy them mm-hmm. and wear them. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was like, oh, they're so pretty. But, like, I never had anywhere to wear them to. So, like, sure. I never actually got them. And I never wore them. And But I don't know. I don't feel like. I don't feel like I have actually changed all that much in terms of my fashion choices throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten like more mature and better at putting an outfit together. But in terms mm-hmm. of my basic likes, they're pretty pretty similar. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fair. I I don't know. I was going to say that it surprises me that you would be really interested in the poofy dresses, like the fancy dresses. But then thinking about other conversations that we've had, like judging like dresses that we see in the internet wild world, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually not that surprising. You just like personally don't really wear super girly clothing. No, but I do th- really appreciate a really girly outfit. Like, I right. can be like, oh, that's adorable, but I wouldn't wear it. Sure. Um, but, like, for example, um, if I were to describe my personal style, it would be tomboy, which I think is a word that's kind of dying a little bit. Um, yeah. I, in yeah, terms of kind use. of rooted um, in gender stereotypes. Yeah, but, I mean, like, it really does, I think, fit my style in ways yeah. that um it's hard to explain like i love t-shirts and jeans and converse and recently i've gotten into like recently is in like the last five years gotten into like button down um collared shirts short sleeve shirts you know like just wearing a lot of masculine inspired clothing or gender neutral clothing mm-hmm. like I don't like skinny jeans. Like, I wear straight cut jeans, for example. Yeah. Or, like, shirts that are more baggy as opposed to, like, typical, I'd say, quote-unquote, women's t-shirts, which are, like, tighter. Like, I try to wear, like, looser tops. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think that's definitely, like, a, a trend of our teen years, right? Of, like, the, the women's cut t-shirts, quote-unquote, that are basically, like, they're very fitted and they kind of like go in at the waist. Like they're not Mm -hmm. that boxy cut, but like throughout our college years and like in the later 2010s, um, like the boxy cut has really become like the quintessential cut for women's quote unquote marketed t-shirts. And the same thing with, with skinny jeans, right? Like, I was yeah. I was really surprised the other day because I saw I saw like a group of people like wearing skinny jeans and I was like, did I go back a decade? <laughs> I feel like I see people wearing skinny jeans all the time on the street. Like, yeah, it. I'm yeah. No I don't understand shade. it. If if that's what you like, go for it. But yeah, no, I I am no longer somebody who subscribes to skinny jeans. They make me uncomfortable. Um, They're just tight. Yeah, like and. Um, yeah, so I, I could go off on a lot of rabbit trails right now, but I'm going to try to keep myself focused. So, um, (laughs) you explained your style. I'm going to explain my current style. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm, I'm not really somebody who like sticks to one aesthetic. Um, so I would say that like how I'm feeling reflects in my outfit or like the style or aesthetic that I chose for that day. Um, so I've been focusing more, especially since I work from home on, um, comfortable clothings. So clothings, clothings, (laughs) multiple clothings. Um, (laughs) no, uh, just, you know, softer fabrics, more breathable, natural fibers. Um, in the summer, I go more for, like, kind of some fun patterns that might be, like, kind of boho-inspired. 
I really like those like kind of uh, bohemian lightweight flowy pants in the summer mm-hmm. because shorts are obnoxious. Well, I like athletic shorts, but I don't like I don't typically like the way that denim shorts feel. They're just not practical in the summer mm-hmm. when you're running around, as we discussed last summer. Um, and um, I also put down on my list here like posh, which I think what I really mean by that is like just a very put together, polished look with neutral tones like black, um, tan, navy, white. Um, just really going for that kind of um, polished kind of not like quite secretary look, but also not preppy. I'm I don't mm-hmm. wear preppy clothes necessarily. But I just, I really like, especially at work, to look really put together, even though I'm working from home. Um, and then I also have really been loving just wearing kind of a grungy, like, torn up jeans with, um, you know, just like a flannel thrown over like a tank top or a t-shirt or something. Like, that feels really fun. Um, and kind of an exploration of, um, like, juxtaposition between different types of clothing I wear, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely use it as just an expression of how I'm feeling that day. Um, but I have noticed that I've been wearing a lot more black and I'm trying to get out of that, especially for the summer. Um, so I have, I love florals. Love, love, love florals. And so I'm trying to go more with that for the summer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, like, the the thing about my fashion journeys, I feel like for a lot of people, a fashion journey, like, you evolve as you grow yeah. older, right? But, like, yep. I think my evolution has been realizing that I don't have to change what I want to wear. To because fit. of your age? No, to fit certain situations. Like, mm. I used, when I was a kid, like, I'd wear sneakers, jeans, t-shirts, sweatshirts all the time. But, like, mm-hmm. whenever I had formal events, I, like, wore dresses or I wore, like, uncomfortable shoes. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. like, I'd, like, try to, like, make myself fit into what I thought I had to wear. Yeah. For those sorts of events. And not to say I didn't have fun with them. Like, I had fun picking out dresses for homecoming and prom, and it was kind of nice to dress up fancy. But, like, I didn't let myself be like, you know, I could wear something else <laughs> um, that's yeah. less traditional. Like, when I had the... I went to a, a school, um, a university in 2016 that had an inaugural ball because it was in dc so it's traditional to have a ball after the presidential inauguration so Mm -hmm. we had one and i of course had to wear something fancy but instead of buying a dress i bought a jumpsuit instead and like wore like comfortable shoes and a black jumpsuit and it just felt really nice and comfortable and i was like why haven't i done this before yeah (laughs) like why have i like restricted myself to only wearing like dresses before now like i can wear cool things and be comfortable while still being formal enough for an occasion yeah 
Um, one of my best friends in high school wore a gorgeous black dr- jumpsuit to prom, and um, like she looked so badass, and I was like, "Yes, girl, get it." Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's definitely it's something like dress codes, right? Are are challenging, um, especially if you have a more like by nature casual wardrobe Mm -hmm. um like yeah i definitely grew up in a similar um thing like when i was really little we used to dress up um we would dress fancy to go to church and as i grew older our church kind of like lessened that that social expectation and it became a place where we could just wear jeans and a (laughs) t-shirt um which i loved uh but I also really loved wearing the fun dresses that my grandma would make. Um, I would wear my Christmas dress, my Easter dress, like literally every year we would make me a new Christmas dress, a new Easter dress. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was always so excited to wear them to church. And then all the like adults would fawn over me and be like, oh my gosh, your daughter's so beautiful and pretty. And you know, um... And I, I ate it up and I was like, watch how, how this, if I twirl, it like flies out. Isn't that cool? Like I'm a princess. <laughs> like I, w- I believed truly in my head that I was the next Disney princess. Like next top model, scoot over. I'm the next Disney princess. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I can definitely see a lot of the ways in which I nod to some of those fashions like I love a big poofy sleeve um and I don't know I don't always have the courage to wear them but what I've found is that my more statement pieces even if I feel a little weird about it if I go out into the world wearing it somebody's going to be like I love that like you look amazing and then you're like, oh, wow, people just, like, admire you for stepping out of boundaries, I feel like, a lot of the time. Yeah, I, I get that. Because, like, one thing about living in New York is that everybody wears black just all the time. Yes. It's very, like, depressing. So if you wear something other than black, like, you get people, like, turning around and, like, looking. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this pair of white pants. And when I wore these white pants, like, I swore people on the street were like, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, yeah whoa those are some statement pants which were like i love the pants but they're great pants yeah they're fun pants but like you just make statements when you wear things that are out of the norm and i also really don't like wearing or buying black coats because that's the main thing that people in new york wear is a black raincoat or a black winter coat so like both my coats are various shades of red (laughs) my winter coat's Mm -hmm. a bright red and my raincoat's a burgundy red and just like wearing something that's not black Mm -hmm. um is a fun way to like mess with my personal style because it's not that i dislike black i wear black a lot but just like branching out a bit and wearing more fun colors yeah well you know wearing a more fun color can actually make you feel in a more positive mood Mm -hmm. you know like if it's dreary outside and you wear a bright yellow raincoat People are like, 
dang, you make me happy. And I'm like, I know, I'm making myself happy too. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, especially raincoats. Like, if you have a fun rain outfit, people are like, oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I fell in love in high school with rain boots. Um, <laughs> and I, I was just, like, on a mission to be the most, like, quirky, unique girl that I could be. Um, while still hopefully being, like, likable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I had several different pairs of rain boots because at a certain point you wear them and they start cracking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, I had, I had these rain boots and I, it like never rained where I lived. Not never, but like seldom. Like it was, it's just way more common to get, um, to get snow. Uh, so wait, you but, wear rain boots even if it didn't rain? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They were just quirky and fun. And I was like, yeah. So I had like, so I'd wear like rain boots. Like my rain boots were white with like, I think it was like pink and green plaid. How were your feet not hot all the time? Oh, they were. And you kept they wearing definitely them? definitely were. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like, I'm sure that they were very cute. I'm just, like, I'm remembering the days that I wore rain boots to school because it was, like, torrential downpouring all day. And, like, I hated wearing them because they were so uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just did. I just wore them. And I can't remember. I'm trying to think of the other pair. I think they might have been navy with, like, little white flowers on them. Also, um, and they were, yeah, they were the ones that came up like mid calf, um, and they were from Target, both pairs. But I would wear them with like, so I'd wear that, and then I'd wear really colorful statement pants, um, because those were popular in the early 2010s, and then I'd wear like, also a bright shirt with it, that like matched in the color family of whatever I was wearing. But I had this one shirt that was literally it looked like a like a a play-doh <laughs> um like a cup of play-doh okay so it was the yellow it was the shirt was that yellow and then it had like the little play-doh logo on the chest okay and i just thought i was like wow like totally like channeling kid core before kid core was cool <laughs> um and then also like i wasn't doing anything crazy with my hair like it was just my hair like whatever actually i might have done like the crazy, um, like, messy bun on top of my head, like, straight on top of my head. I don't know if girls yeah, do that at your school. I, I um, remember that, was like that a, look. That never yeah. worked for me because my hair would just slide out, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. So, <laughs> my hair was almost always in a bun on top of my head if it wasn't down. Um, but, yeah, so I was just like, yeah, I'm quirky, I'm fun, like, isn't this cool? Um, and that was, like, just kind of my thing in high school was, like, how can I have as much shock value as possible? When you brought up colorful pants, you, like, brought up memories of my closet. Um, yeah. Because I don't want to say that, like, I didn't try sometimes. Like, I did. Most days I wore dark ish blue jeans and a t-shirt and a sweatshirt but like some days i did actually try and one of my more memorable outfits is i had these like berry colored skinny jeans Mm -hmm. and i'd wear these like 
knee-high boots with, um, like, that didn't have a heel on them because I wasn't that crazy. But I'd wear the berry-colored pants with these knee-high boots with a nice shirt and, like, a jean jacket. (laughs) And I thought I looked so cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds like a nice outfit. And so, like, but I had, like, a variety of pants. I had, like, green pants. I had pink pants. I had red pants. Like, I just had so many different colors worth of skinny pants that I would occasionally pull out and put together an outfit with. Yeah. Yeah, it was was just interesting, like, how fluorescent our our like teenhood was <laughs> in the, in the style fashions um yeah i remember seeing a pair of purple pants and i was like oh my gosh purple i don't have purple yet <laughs> mm. yeah i was also somebody who loved leggings um mm. college was all about a pair of like leggings with one of my volleyball t-shirts um and like throw a jacket over it and then like on the weekends when i wanted to be fun i would have some form of like like some statement dress or like some i had this um pearlescent light pink moto jacket Mm. and it had poofy sleeves on the like um shoulders Mm mm-hmm and there, I constantly wore that um, my freshman and sophomore year of college, um, and people adored it, and it was quintessential me at that time. But yeah, I don't know. It was just like with how active I was, I was still like doing volleyball um, socially. I wasn't. Uh, oh, I was also a coach. I was a volleyball coach, and. Um, I was also working at a coffee shop. Um, and so we were allowed to wear leggings um, when we worked at the coffee shop, which was amazing. Because <laughs> um, it was a very active job. We were constantly running yeah. around. We had, we had to go up this ladder to get supplies sometimes. Like, there was, like, a loft that we had to go up via a ladder that was horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're just constantly lifting things and just, you know, so it was a very active job. And so I like lived in leggings for a really long time. And I don't know what it was, but I think, I don't know, maybe it was COVID, but like, I just ended up starting to feel really suffocated by tight clothing. Mm-hmm. And so I have to have some form of like, looseness on my clothes now. Um and I don't think that's like a like a weight gain thing, really. I think it's just really like it's uncomfortable to have things tied up against your skin. Yes. And I get so hot. I'm always so hot. Yeah, that's the thing with me and skinny jeans is I eventually was like, you know, what? I really hate how tight these feel. Like yeah. just everywhere. Like it's not. If you don't. Comfy. If you don't shave your legs, that's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Seriously, it was the I worst. Really hate it. Yeah. Like so, I. I know we're not like talking about hair particularly in this video i'm video Mm. (laughs) where are we now a youtube channel um on this (laughs) podcast but i like the biggest fashion change that i took charge of for myself was when i cut my hair sure like 
I had a friend. Um, I don't know what pronouns they're using now, so I'm just going to use they. Um, they cut their hair and I was like, wow, like that looks so good. And also like the other women in my family cut their hair. My sister and my mom both had short mm-hmm. hair. So I was like, it's only a matter of time before I cut my hair short. <laughs> but then like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Like I am tired of having long hair that I don't do anything with. It just hangs mm-hmm. there. And like, I can't, I'm not good at doing hair so i never really like learned how to do any styles with it it's so thin that whenever i would try to put like it in high ponies it would just slowly slide it's, yeah it's, <laughs> down it's, the back it's fine but you have a lot of it so you're, yeah you have, th- you have thick hair but fine strands yeah so it just doesn't want to stay in anything that gets put in it um yeah. the fanciest things that i ever did with my hair was like m- one of my friends gave me the katniss braid when we went to go see the movie so i mm. had like the cool Katniss braid but like I couldn't do those kind of things myself so I was very sick and tired of my hair so I decided to cut it all off and have since never gone back and like just hair and the way that we choose to present hair is very interesting to me because Mm -hmm. it's such a statement about what you value yeah well I think it can I think it can really change the way you feel about yourself and therefore affect what you are wearing. Um, Cause I definitely uh, like, I had really, really long hair um, throughout college. My hair was like mid back. Um, and I realized I wasn't doing anything with it. Like it was literally just like, yeah, like it, I was, I always had it up. Um, and if I had it down, it was like getting caught in my backpack and it was, um, you know, getting mm-hmm. rolled up in the window when I'm rolling my windows up and I'm driving going, ah, <laughs> um, so I was just like, this is just obnoxious and I don't do anything with it. So like, yeah, let's cut it. And so I, I went to like a shoulder, like just below the shoulder length hair for my mid back. So it was mid back, cut it up to just below my shoulders And then, um, in like 20, yeah, like late 2018, I chopped my hair to my, like around my chin. Like it's kind of between a lob and a bob. Mm -hmm. And I did an asymmetrical cut and I went platinum. Um, I was just like standard beige blonde. Um, and I went platinum and I was just like, I feel like such a badass. (laughs) And I feel like I'm going to take on, like, it, just, it was just instant confidence. Um, mm-hmm. And it really escalated my, escalated? Elevated my hair, like, my, my fashion. And, like, I think it really did push me more towards that, like, simple, minim- minimalist kind of passion or, um, like, fashion sense. Um so yeah yeah, totally like Like, when i cut my hair like to be a god i'm blanking on the name (laughs) what's the name from pixie cut pixie cut (laughs) yeah um when i cut my hair to my pixie cut like it like solidified my choices in terms of like like my more gender neutral fashion choices like felt much more logical and less lazy (laughs) 
if that makes sense. Like, more, like, intentional. Like, the outfits yes. go together with the fact that my hair looks this way. Rather right. than I have long hair. Long being, like, shoulders to, like, slightly past the shoulders. Like, it didn't look like it belonged with the outfits that I was putting. It wasn't it. In- intentional. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And also made me look really young. Because I have a young sure. face. So mm. having a young hairstyle just made me look like really, really young. So um, cutting it gave me instant like maturity in the in my face, <laughs> in particular. Well, yeah, and, you, yeah, you, you also don't wear makeup. Correct, I do not. That's another fashion choice that I make. I don't wear makeup. Yes. So I yeah, already like, like look young in the fact that I don't wear makeup either. So yeah, like I tend. To view makeup as not like something to hide insecurities with, but rather like to amplify and finish a look. Um, and so like I don't need to wear makeup to go out of the house. Um, I don't really think anybody needs to, but I don't feel the need to. Um, unless like it just really feels like it would help me. Um feel like I put more work into like more self-care um but like you don't have to like makeup is definitely just it's a choice and it's totally fine yeah Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a second and and be a little bit like I think that makeup is a scam (laughs) um in general it's like you can wear it to be fun but that's not what makeup is like I resent the fact that as a woman I'm not conceived as my outfit isn't done unless I wear makeup. <laughs> I resent that. Um, and like, I know that, and it's a personal choice and I don't, I choose not to wear it and people can choose to wear makeup if they want to. And I admire the artistic aspects of makeup. Like people can do some really cool things with it, but I just hate that, that it's an expectation that men don't have. <laughs> sure. And Thankfully, it um, in my chosen field of technology, it's not that big a deal <laughs> that I choose not to wear it. And um, I haven't had anybody like approach me and be like, "It's un- I look unprofessional because I'm not wearing any. No, I don't think, I have never heard of anybody. I'm sure that that happens, but I've never heard of anybody having that experience. Well, just thankfully, I'm not in an industry in which my personal looks really matter all that much. It's like, um, and how I present myself doesn't really matter. And, like, most of my coworkers, like, wear, like, really comfortable casual clothing. Like, it's not that big a deal. Sure. Um, But I just really, like, I tried experimenting with makeup in high school. And I tried wearing some. I was never very good at it. My skin hated me um, whenever I put any on because it just wasn't used to it. And it would feel uncomfortable on my face. It's a big, it's a big, um investment time-wise and money-wise to like find the products that are right for you and then like also find the products that are right for taking it off so that your skin doesn't hate you like and it's also it's, a time investment a in learning how yeah. to do it like it's how to that's make why yourself I call look it, good that's why i call it a hobby like makeup is it's another form of art that i do it's not um you know, it's not something that I have to do. It's something that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, so 
getting off my soapbox. Like, I just, I wish that I, that I lived in a society in which it didn't feel like makeup was an obligation that I am fighting against. Because <laughs> that's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like I'm making a personal choice. It feels like I'm fighting against something that I'm expected to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think it is going more away from that. Like, um, definitely, like, the makeup trends are more... It's, e- it's either, like, go go for just looking natural or you know look like you're look you're wearing makeup <laughs> like go for like a graphic eye <laughs> like with like bright pink or purple eyeshadow you know like but like do it for the artistry or you know like just have really beautiful skincare like that's kind of more i think the focus now um but yeah beauty standards are frustrating and i think that's a whole nother episode um (laughs) yes yes it is but like it is a part of like fashion choices and why like i would definitely categorize like my style using the 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 possible outdated term of tomboy like and that's part of what i think really makes my style tomboy is that i don't wear makeup (laughs) uh it's an element yeah i mean there are there are not wearing makeup doesn't necessarily make you a tomboy. No, but I think that coupled with the other things that I do is why I, I identify totally. with that label a lot. Because it feels like just less... You don't participate in yeah. in quintessential feminine... Feminine style. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I my like tomboyishness is really more about um, practicality. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, like, sporty. <laughs> like, so I've done the, like, I do the sporty look. I do the posh look. I do the, um, like. Frilly, frilly outfits and rain boots. <laughs> yeah. So this, when I was writing all of these things, I was like, wow, am I just a spice girl? <laughs> <laughs> sporty spice. Scary spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> posh spice. <laughs> so I was, like, just thinking that was really funny. I started chuckling at myself. Uh but yeah, I I definitely think that um there are some things we do in our fashion that are um to help people perceive us in a way that we want them to. Mhm. Um so, you know, you'll see things uh like in certain communities which are a nod to I'm part of this community or um like uh, you'll see at work you try to wear things that will make people take you seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my my um, boss definitely loves like office culture. Um, but she has kind of an uphill battle because a lot of us are just really casual. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes she's like, uh, you know, Maybe you shouldn't wear a t-shirt, but, like, I don't, I don't wear t-shirts to work. <laughs> I, like, always have a button-up or a turtleneck or something. Um, mm-hmm. And the only time she ever makes comments on my outfits is if, I, like, she likes what I'm wearing. <laughs> or, you know, like, she, she'll yeah. be, like, like, the other day I wore, I wore a blazer. I wore a blazer with a t-shirt. But, like, putting the blazer with the casual element of the t-shirt 
she was like, wow, you look so sharp. And I was like, haha, I feel comfortable. though. <laughs> <laughs> so I love just hacking things like that, where it's like, wow, I feel, I feel like I'm presenting what I want to be presenting, but I feel that comfort, that, that warmth and coziness on the inside. It just feels like I'm winning at life. Exactly. Like when I dress for work, I try to find like really comfortable shirts and comfortable pants that look nice. <laughs> I typically wear like button ups and like stretchy pants, <laughs> but no one knows they're stretchy pants. <laughs> yeah, no, I love the I love the technology that goes into clothing anymore. Like they can make something that feels like it's athleisure wear, but it looks really sharp. Yeah. You know? So, like, amazing. what about your current style do you think you'd want to change? Like, is there some sort of evolution you want to push yourself to try? I mean, I am somebody who's constantly trying new things. Um, What's the next big thing you want to try? But I think what I've been doing most recently is actually learning to tailor my own clothing. Like, doing the actual sewing myself. Um, Ooh. So I buy things a little bit big and I tailor them to myself. And I think that a lot of that is just the fact that my proportions are not that of whatever algorithm they're using to decide how big, like, the breast cup should be or, like, Mm -hmm. the waist to hip ratio. Like, I'm tired of having, um, you know, a gap above my (laughs) like at the at the back of my jeans or like Mm -hmm. you know like my my boobs not fitting into shirts and stuff like that I used to blame my body for not fitting those things and now I'm like no that is not my fault that is them like yeah that's the fashion industry's fault like you know there's only so much you can change your body if you can at all And I just don't think that the answer is to beat yourself up. Like, you should celebrate your body and you should wear clothing that makes you feel celebrated. Um, And so, yeah, I'm just I'm just ready to, like, learn more about maybe even making my own clothing. Um, And that would be cool. You know, yeah. So that's definitely going to be like my next big push um, is getting saving up enough to get like a good sewing machine that I know how to use. Um, my last one I broke, but I got that one when I was like 11. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a really like, um, basic, uh, sewing machine. And then it sat for a while and just died. And I left it at my parents' house. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm just looking to do more personalized fashion because I do just get visions of like, oh my gosh, how beautiful would this be if I could make an outfit that looked exactly like this? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sketch it out and then I'm like, well, I'm never going to make it because I don't have the ability to do that. So I want to become the sewing friend. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. What about you? Um, I just, I'm not that ambitious. I'm not crafty. Um, and I definitely am not someone who's like, ooh, I want to sell my own clothes. Like, that's not mm. for me. But, like, mm. I want to buy higher quality clothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have been stuck in fast fashion and cheap clothing for yeah. my entire life. And now that I'm an adult, like, I'd want to start investing more 
in higher quality pieces and also better shoes. Like I feel like all my shoes suck Um, and I need to buy, like look into shoes and buy better shoes. Like I have Converse, I have a pair of Tevas, which I love both of those, but they're not exactly fashionable shoes. Um, They're fine. Well, they're fine, but they're not like nice shoes. I have a pair of Uggs that I've owned for almost a decade now. Actually, I think more than a decade I've owned this one pair of Uggs. Um, And they're still good. (laughs) Um, And I own one pair of nice shoes that I wear to the office. But I just need more variety of shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I would call your work shoes, like, they're kind of an Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're nice nice shoes they were hundred dollar shoes they better be nice shoes but that's what i mean like i need to like reframe how much is appropriate to spend on clothing because i'm so used to clothing being dirt cheap (laughs) right yeah yeah yeah. so that that's the one thing i will take from uh what not to wear that show from Mm -hmm. i love that show (laughs) you like that show more than i do but the the i'm I'm nostalgic for that show (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I just, I have problems with them. But mm-hmm. um, the one thing I will take away from that show is the price per wear. Um, so people would be like, oh, well, this is so expensive. Like, I don't want to spend on this. And like, sometimes I was like, yeah, like, it's hard to not have money. I get it. Um, but when you look at it as an investment and how many, t- so like, how many times are you going to wear this garment? And then you take the overall price and you divide it by how many times you're, you're going to wear it. And that's your price per wear. So if you buy a, like, you know, something that's $100 and you wear it, like, 500 times, <laughs> you know, like, you're getting a pretty good bang for your buck. Um, and and so I think the tendency is just to be like, well, this is $500 and that's, like, $20 like or that's like $10 like why wouldn't I buy the $10 one but then you feel them and there really is a difference sometimes there is price gouging and it's like literally the same thing mm-hmm. but if you do that research then it's you know you'll find those great pieces that are just going to be time and time again great and they're going to make you feel amazing yeah like there's the like, there's For example, like, I would never buy, like, really expensive brands of clothing just to buy the brand. Right. That's not not... buying Versace for no reason. No, of course not. (laughs) Like, those are not, like, what I mean. Like, I just mean, like, nicely made pieces that aren't going to fall apart. And it goes back to, like, this this old saying or this old story that's, like, the, the poor person spends a bunch of money on shoe on these pair of boots throughout their life that he's buying cheap pairs of boots because they buy the cheap pair and then they break and then they have to buy a new pair and then they break but the rich guy buys one pair of really nice boots and they Mm -hmm. last for a long time like it's it's finding the balance between those two things because obviously you can't afford to buy the nice thing all the time but it's picking which things to buy nice things of (laughs) that you want to last well and with shoes like we don't take good enough care of our feet especially in this country mm-hmm. you get one pair of feet and we put we like put them in shoes that like don't fit they don't support our arches like they cram our toes like you know for the longest time i i you know denied that i had wide feet because my feet are flat so like they're like 
I feel like if you have flat feet, like you're just inevitably going to have need wide wide shoes. Mm-hmm. But they don't make wide shoes in many cute styles. So that's like, you know, I feel like I always have to choose between like a cute shoe or a shoe that actually fits and supports my foot so I don't have issues as many issues walking when I'm older, you know? Exactly. Like shoes in particular are hard. Yeah, like that's actually like a health investment. Mm-hmm. So I think that just about wraps up everything that we wanted to talk about in terms of our fashion journeys. So why don't we transition into our silver linings? So T, what is making you happy this month? Well, um, I'm going to go off of last month because it is the beginning of the month. But um, <laughs> I went on a, um, a camping trip last weekend with some good friends um, and their baby and their dog. Um, and my partner and it was just it was just really fun um it was really nice to be out in nature um spend time with uh my basically i've adopted him as my nephew um and get some dog time and just some quality friend time in general and also a technology detox i didn't use my phone the whole time i was there um so that's just like that was just really refilling my cup um and giving me a fresh start to dive back into work again busy busy bee (laughs) (laughs) um how about you jen oh well mine's gonna be kind of boring i've gotten back into star wars again which has been Mm. like rediscovering an old friend again for like the 10th time (laughs) um but i'm having fun with it rewatching movies rewatching shows just in general, in relishing in the nostalgia of it has been mm-hmm. quite fun. But it's not that deep. But it's it's nice to go it back to things that you know you enjoy and re-experience them again. And notice new things that you didn't notice the last time. Um, yeah. that's, that's a lot of fun for me. Yeah, nostalgia is very comforting. It's like finding a your old teddy bear or baby blanket or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So thank you for listening to this month's episode. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we can be found at guio.pod. New episodes are released on the first Tuesday of every month. Please subscribe and leave us a review because it really helps us out. We hope you'll continue to listen to us talk about our lives and hopefully learn something about yourself too. And remember, growing up is overrated. Overrated.